0: Hey guys, it's Ash with Freedom Fitness Equipment here, and these are my top 10 hot takes on the fitness equipment market. Hot take number one. Titan Fitness is actually good, and always has been good. Now, I know a lot of people have an issue with Titan Fitness. Poor quality control, bad packaging, bad customer service. Honestly, their product is actually pretty damn good. Here's a reason why Titan Fitness is way better than people think. If you take a fraction of a million dollars, say it's you know 10% of a million dollars, you're talking about a hundred thousand dollars. If you take five percent of one million people have an issue with Titan products, we're talking about fifty thousand people have an issue with Titan products. Those loud voices that have negative comments about Titan rise to the top. And I understand. There's customer service aspects and actual packaging aspects, and a lot of people have talked about this, but if you think about it, they have a lot of satisfied customers, and if only the ones that are dissatisfied are the ones talking about it, they're gonna get the most attention. Now, Titan has come a long way just in terms of the perception of the product, but I don't think their product has really significantly changed. Yeah, there might've been some quality control issues, uh, especially in the early years. Even with those, they're still producing a fantastic product. Their X3 rack, I'll put it up against any other rack in the world. Their T3 rack is one of the best economical racks you can get in the home gym space. And their prices are absolutely unbeatable. In some cases, they actually beat wholesale and distributor pricing. So consumers can get exactly what they want at a fantastic rate. So Titan has always, has been good and is always good. And people are just crapping on them because they see all of this negative attention from the millions of people that they've serviced. On take number two. Rep Fitness is going to take over Rogue if they make the right moves. So Rep Fitness, given enough time, is going to need to make the same kind of acquisitions that Rogue has made with Ghost Fitness. Rogue really set another level. They went to the S tier, so hyper-customized equipment. The Ghost Fitness acquisition was to put them over the top with high customization, high price point items. Rep Fitness is going to need to do something not exactly the same. But they're going to need to expand their brand and their market reach by acquiring another company because i'm not sure if they can just develop all of these products on their own it's going to take years and years and years and they're going to need to catch up with rogue quickly especially if rogue does another similar acquisition but i think rep fitness has been on the trail to take over rogue's market dominance so stay tuned hot tech number three strongman is going to become the next crossfit you're seeing a lot of these strongmen like eddie and hathor and brian shaw just come to the forefront as these gregarious characters who have a lot of charisma and personality, uh, boxing each other getting into you know YouTube arguments and hamming it up online that has created a lot of attention for the sport whereas with CrossFit you're not seeing as much of that attention in fact you're still seeing a lot of negative attention from an injury standpoint for CrossFit Games perspective from a political standpoint and CrossFit's on the decline so CrossFit's going to die Strongman's going to become the new CrossFit and I think powerlifting is always going to kind of hang around but Strongman is really just gonna rocket up the charts. I'm not sure what the time frame is, but Strongman is going to become the new CrossFit. It's super easy to get into. You can pick up a rock and now you're a Strongman. Woo! Yeah, it's very accessible for the home gym community. Hot take number four. No gym should ever have single use fitness equipment. There's just no reason. Uh, a lat pulldown needs to have a row with it. A leg curl should always have a leg extension. A leg press should always have a hack squat attached to it. Most of these gyms are training facilities and training facilities are less than 1000 square can be less than 1000 square feet. If you're a personal trainer, you do not have room. You need a long strip of turf, some rubber flooring and gym pieces that do more than one thing. If you're in a commercial environment and you have the luxury of space, which honestly most don't and I've interviewed a few quite a few gym owners, then maybe you can have some single use pieces, but I don't think any gym should honestly have a single use piece. And I think most manufacturers target gyms with single use pieces so they can make more money. If you get a single use piece and you compare it to some of those uh, multifunctional pieces that I just mentioned, um, the multifunctional pieces will work just as well, particularly if they're plate loaded, which I'm a huge fan of. So if you're a home gym owner in particular, you need to look for those machines that do more than one thing, but I don't think any gym should ever have, have any single use fitness equipment from a strength perspective. I'm not talking about cardio. Hot take number five. Nordic track is absolute trash. This may change, but the majority of their products, in my opinion, do not stand up to the rigors of regular gyms or even home gyms. I have some of their adjustable dumbbells that got randomly sent to me. And I've also talked to people who've used their treadmills and they're just substandard. I had a ex NFL player that cracked the tread in half on a NordicTrack treadmill and had to get it repaired. Thank goodness it was under warranty, but any of the commercial grade treadmills that you see here or any of these used gym equipment stores are going to be 10 times the product of any, honestly, NordicTrack product. Take number six, gym companies that are trying to sell you on quarter-inch flooring for a gym for anything other than aesthetics are ripping you off. A lot of gym companies will come in and will say, hey, you should buy this gym flooring. It's gonna be awesome. It's super thin, it has high impact resistance, and you're not gonna to have to worry about damaging your floor. That may or may not be the case, but I can tell you for a fact, if you're deadlifting on a quarter inch of rubber, that ain't gonna protect anything underneath, particularly if you've got concrete. You're gonna crack straight through that. Even a half inch mat only has a weight resistance rating of about 400 pounds. So I don't usually recommend, particularly for deadlifting, anything less than a three quarter inch mat. And you don't necessarily need three quarter inch mats throughout the gym. If you just want something for aesthetics, install a bunch of quarter inch flooring. But I've seen stuff that honestly, nobody should be jumping on or dropping weights on. You can drop bumper plates on a you know regular rubber mat but you've already got rubber on the plates. If you drop cast iron on a mat, you're gonna crack the floor, especially if it's that thin. Hot take number seven, companies must stop making barbells with thick sleeves. You see these companies that have these super, super thick sleeves. They take up all this room for absolutely no reason. They distribute the load, yeah, okay. They distribute the load further out from the center. So it might be a little bit easier to deadlift or might be some standard spec for some federation, but honestly, the thinner those collars, the more space you have to load weights on the end of a barbell. So stop making thick collars. Give us more room to load plates, particularly those of us that are just piece, like myself, that are in the gym, you know, loading five, six, seven plates. Having that extra sleeve length makes all the difference in adding another plate or two to your deadlift or your total. And having thin sleeves not only looks nice, but just gives you more options and versatility. Ah, take number eight, ribbed sleeves on a barbell is like nails on the chalkboard. I cannot stand it. When you're sliding a plate onto a bar, it should be nice and smooth. I know all, there's a lot of you that are like, all ribbed sleeves allows the plate to stay on in place. That's why you have lock collars. That's why you have things like this that keep the barbell and the plates in place. They have compression on the end of the bar. And if these aren't good enough, you need to get a better lock collar. I'm a huge fan of smooth sleeves. All this ribbed crap needs to go away. If that's the only thing that's keeping the plates from sliding off, you've got bigger problems than rib sleeves. All right, hot tip number nine. The number one most important piece of fitness equipment is actually not fitness equipment. It's an AC unit. You can work out without weights but having a comfortable fitness environment for your gym makes you want to go to the gym. So in my opinion, having an AC unit is the number one most important piece of equipment you're ever gonna put in your gym. I don't wanna go out when it's hundred degrees and I'm sweating like a freaking stuck pig. I would much rather have a comfortable environment to work out in that way I actually want to go and work out. And this is really gonna get some of you guys because they're like, oh, I just need to man up. And yes, okay, I understand. And for years, I thought, you know, oh, sweating and, and all this effort that I'm expending, it actually takes away from your lifts and takes away from you and the motivation that you have to continue to lift while you're absolutely dying in your home gym or just in your commercial gym environment. I totally understand. It sounds like I'm being a pansy but having an AC unit or some sort of cooling and heating system in your space will make you want to work out more. And it's far more important than any of those plates and bars that you're gonna get as a first purchase. Hot take number 10. Oh boy, I've been wanting to say this for a while. All 35 pound plates should be melted down and created into 25 pound plates and 10 pound plates. Let me explain. If you can slide a 35 pound plate onto your bar, it is far easier to take off a 25 and a 10 than it is to take off a 35. With a 35, if you're going up in 10 pound increments or five pound increments on the bar, eventually you get to the point where you've got to swap out a 25 and a 10 for a 35. Now, if you want to adjust and you want to increase or decrease that load from that 35 pound plate, it's far easier to just take off the 10 or add something to the 10 than take off the entire 35 pound plate and then put back a 25 and another plate in its place. Honestly, believe me, if you've been lifting for a while, 35 pound plates suck. Don't get them, ever, please. That's my hot takes, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed them. Top 10 hot takes on the home gym. If you wanna check us out, we're at freedomfitnessequipment.com or Freedom Fitness Equipment, wherever you can find us on social media. I'm out.